than any other option, you know? I understand. But, you know, I guess we're live now. So I will say welcome, we welcome. Live? I saw the ticker go down, which makes me feel like we're probably live right now. I feel like we're, you know what? Now that I checked it, yeah, the numbers are going. So we're definitely live. That's welcome, hot. everybody, to the M&B podcast that is hot as fuck. Speaking about hot as fuck, I got Brandon over here. Baby boy. What's happening? Oh, what's happening, dude? You know, I was just looking at your microphone, right? And I was kind of jealous of it because I don't have one that nice. I know you got the Alex Jones special over That's there, like I you like to it. call it. Yeah, right? I bought it because it, it could take a lot of heat, you know? It can take all the heat, and he never sells it. He's still using it to this day, right? Uh, he, dude, watch him. I've, I don't think I've ever actually watched Alex Jones do anything in my entire life. I watched Kanye West call out Benjamin Netanyahu on this microphone, dude. Dude. IRL. Oh, so the guests use it, too. So you have you also have the microphone of Kanye West as well. I might be making that up. But I hey, assume they use no, the same microphone. Nope, this is not. This is actually canon at this point. I hate to break it to you. Hell yeah. So, speaking of Alex Jones, did you see the, the trailer for the Alex Jones video game? Uh, Yeah, well, you know what's funny? I did see this was on the docket because you posted on Instagram, so it got a little leakage on that. Little leakage. But yeah, I did see that, and let me tell you something, dude. I love it. It looks you so good. It? And you know who sent it to me? Kelly sent it to me, of course, because she yeah, knew. Yeah. I, I'm sitting there on the couch, and she and she shares the couch with me and Alex Jones a lot of the time. You know what I mean? Like she's we're right? loudly through this phone speaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Alex Jones released a trailer for his new video game called New World Order. I checked it out. I saw the cover. I couldn't help myself. It's him wielding a machine gun. And in the ad, the first thing that this super buff version of Alex Jones does is gun down Bill Clinton. Which is hot. Dude, it's probably the hottest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. That's, uh, yeah, dude, I think this game looks, uh, the gameplay looked too good to be true. Is this like a real game that's supposed to come out? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I think it's going to be a PC only. I found a Yahoo only. News article on it. I think the one you sent me got deleted or something, but it, it looks nuts and it would be, you know, I, I like the idea of like a 2D side-scrolling shooter, to be honest with you. They're, well, they're a good genre of game. What I'm really interested about is kind of the the villains and uh, the bad guys that you're going to see and also the good guys, right? So I saw it in the trailer at some point, you're going to go one-on-one with a Nazi dragon with George Soros' face on it. Fuck yeah. (laughs) That takes me back to the South Park game where you just chase the dragon, but this time you're just being chased by George Soros. He's going to have the secret mission, like there's like a like in Mario where you have that like weird underwater mission that you have to like glitch into or whatever. This one's going to put you in like Bohemian Grove. It's going to be a stealth mission and you're going to be in there with a camera and you're going to be filming the whole thing like you really did. You know, I wouldn't mind a filming one, but there's also going to be a level where you shoot gay animals <laughs> as you must defeat the LGBTQ agenda. Is and this I don't real? Know, Uh, Dude, this is absolutely real. I watched this trailer this morning with my jaw on the fucking floor. I watched the trailer. I didn't retain it all. I think I watched it like at work on the shit or something. I was heavily caffeinated today, so I 100% am 
on this. Um, I respect thing, it. The other thing I saw is there is two-player mode once you beat the original game and the second player, or if you've earned it, right? Do it yourself, motherfucker. You can have superhero Donald Trump character as well. That's great. I mean, this game has it all, folks. Uh, uh, here's the thing, you know, I, I, throughout the years, and this is coming from a guy who pays attention to Alex Jones, no offense, I, people are going to take this all, in all sorts of ways. Well, dude, I, you I don't ju- tip, so you definitely love Alex Jones. No, that's not true, dude. Sometimes, <laughs> uh... I tip. I pay for his. Uh, I pay for the Infowars membership. No, I'm just kidding. But I, come on, guys. I tip with my Patreon. Yeah, exactly. But no, I mean, I do watch a lot of Alex Jones stuff, and throughout the years, he's rift with. He has a rift growing with Trump. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's been the good times. There's been. They used to be boys the bad when times. he was president, right? I, I can't really say I, I'm on the Alex Jones early Donald on. Trump feud. Early, early on. on. Like they had their moments. He was there for the January sixth. They wanted to pin it a lot of a lot of that on him. Okay. Okay. But um, I didn't yeah. realize that he was a January sixth boy, Alex Jones. There's some other content on Alex Jones that shows you other sides of him too. I mean, he was right on Israel Palestine right after 9 eleven. I was just watching a clip with Kelly about it, and it's like kind of it's kind of crazy to watch him talk about it in a way that's like so like in his own unique way but also be like so right 20 years ago about it you know before anybody was even alive i feel like that's an example of when you take like a hundred pieces of shit and you throw them at the wall four or five of them will probably stick right look up the frogs are gay thing Hey man, the frauds are seriously gay now. I didn't no, realize. Now all of a sudden, dude, I woke up yesterday. The frogs are having an LGBTQ fucking parade down the street, dude. He's a, he's an entertainer. He's an entertainer the for frogs sure. Gay, dude. I if only I knew that this was gonna happen, I should have listened. My friends 100%. were on it. But uh, the speaking, no, the, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get myself in more trouble. I'm gonna get myself in more trouble with the Alex Jones. Uh, I like it. Of the though, world. You know? I'm ready speaking, for it. Take this. I'll, they're bringing it back on X, dude. They're who, trying. Uh, they're bringing Alex back. They're trying, dude. Dude, if Elon, Elon definitely wants that. Um, also, it's shout coming. out to Elon Musk for uh, buying a really successful company and running it right into the fucking ground like the true. I asshole think that's that the first is. time I've referred to it as X. Yeah, I know. I tried Before, not to, but yeah. that, you saying X just ground my. But Elon I think Musk if they ears. brought back uh, like, like Alex Jones, I'd consider it X again potentially. I would. Yeah. I would. I would consider it the flip, the evil, <laughs> the dark like, turn. It's official. Yeah. Well, it's real. Speaking of Trump, you know I live in the South, so I get some of the weirdest business insider things on my like Southern version of Business Insider. I feel like that is sent to me directly on my computer because <laughs> I haven't lived in the north in like over a decade now. But I got Yeah, you've been ad. deep south, man. Dude, I have for the last what? I have I moved in 2013 and it's 2023 now, so it's like you officially can hear a decade. You, you can, can hear, hear it, it, right? I'm yeah. not the I'm not the voice I used to be. Um stronger. Stronger and uh, I've went through a lot of heat, you know? And it's as a hot. big guy, that's the issue, really. It's hot um, down there, dude. Dude, I've lived in Mississippi, Austin, Texas, and now I'm in Florida. I just decide to fucking make my ball sweat 300 times a day. Better than dealing with snow, I would say. I actually kind of miss In a lot snow, of ways. But, you know, you know. 
it, it is what it is. But speaking of snow, it's Christmas. And speaking of our friend, this made me think of it when we were talking about Jones v. Trump. But I got this Business Insider ad, which was selling me the option to wake up early and buy myself some Donald Trump Christmas uh, wrapping paper, dude. Okay. And at first I was like, okay, this is like, you know, some grift. Sounds right? big. Yeah. Sounds big if true, right? Big and if I was true. really interested in it. But then I found out not only does it just have like a cartoon Trump on it, but it has Trump's fucking mugshot on it and it's sold on Trump's official website. Is so it then the I real was like one? really into oh, it. Oh, yeah. You knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah, like he is playing into this mugshot for the holiday season hard as hell, which I get it, right? Like, play into your fucking holiday season, right? Do you? But I did find out that three sheets of wrapping paper, which they write sheets, and I've never heard of wrapping paper come in a form of fucking sheets before. I've only ever heard of it be like in rolls, you know, which makes me feel like I'm getting a fucking square of goddamn wrapping paper. It'll only cost you $35 for three sheets of Donald Trump's mugshot. Kid. So, Wait, I'm looking at the link. Yeah, that's really, that's a great deal. If you you're think saying, so? If we're saying, yeah, come on. You know you want him on it. I mean, this <laughs> would be crazy if you handed somebody a gift like this. We should gift each other this year with uh, Donald Trump. You know, wrap. it's funny. I'm no kidding. The, I bought like a Jewish gift wrap for uh, like... Just because you got Hanukkah coming up or what? No, this was years ago. This is just like because okay. I'm stupid and I never buy the gift. I'm like last minute running around like an idiot. And yep. I go to Walmart and I like to make myself laugh. I go, I'm gonna buy the Jewish one. And I've had it for years. <laughs> what, it have, and like, I have on it. And... Yeah, it's blue and yellow and it's got the <laughs> It's it looks like a newborn baby's room, you know. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's got the star. It's got stars, it's got dreidels, it's got yarmulkes on it, it's blue, it's fucking hard, dude. It's a little political, if you ask me now, so it's a little, like... It's a little charged. It's so old that it's become charged. That's right, I feel putting it out there is a little political, let's say. (laughs) And I, I just want to refer, I think everyone, when they hear the thought of blue... You know it's that baby blue, like that that Jewish like baby blue. Like it's not a you. You're laughing because you know it is. Like it's never. We would never be a navy or like a dark aqua. Like that's a fucking baby blue, and They're you know ready. it. It's a it's it's a very specific Pantone, yeah. Yeah, it's a very specific form of light blue. It's called Jewish blue, dude. They only use it in two places, when the baby's born in the boys section. And on that fucking wrapping paper. <laughs> but either way, dude, I don't know if I could fucking afford to wrap all my Christmas presents. In yeah, dude, this is stuff, good. Dude. But right. if you pre-order it, it will only be $25. So that's not bad. You get a little bit of a fucking savings. Uh, you think Trump's will be baby blue? Cause I don't. Uh, no, dude, probably Red, make red, make right? Like, like an angry ass fucking mugshot. <laughs> He's trying to get him riled up, dude. I'm feeling fucking charged up today, like I drank a fucking Panera drink, dude. I know. Like I Everybody's went to talking. Everyone's talking about Panera, and for anyone who doesn't I was, know, I was right I next can't to. Believe it. I was right next to one yesterday or uh, this morning, and I was like, "Do I go in and just do it because I know it's not going to affect me the way it's affecting normal people well, who it's don't gone consume?" Now, right? Do they still I, have it? Uh, yeah, it's still on the shelf. 
Are you Listen, sure? If you can hey. kill people, yeah, it's going to stay on the shelf for a while, for a little bit. I have to go. I'm cu- I'm curious. I'm a, I drink enough caffeine that I think I'll be all right, but I want to see what the deal is for sure. Well, from what I've heard, and for anyone who didn't hear before, Panera's had some people who are dying from drinking their new charged lemonade, right? And what I've heard is, is essentially it has 400 milligrams of caffeine in a large, but their advertisement says that it's just around the amount of caffeine in a large black coffee, which may be by serving, but like a fucking four large black coffees are going to fit in a fucking extra large Panera cup. And I know we're both caffeine addicts, so I kind of feel like you do, because when I did the math today, you know, a Monster is like 172 milligrams, and a Red Bull's like 200, 200 and yeah. I know we, I've back-to-back Red Bulls before, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Even in my, you know, late 20s, I've back I, for a very long Bull. time, just strictly leveled up to the bang energy, and I was just doing those for for like a couple years straight. Honestly, those were great. Well, that's they the got, thing. They got pulled off the shelves, I think, because they were, like, lying about, like, the contents of their the drink or something. No, Bang got bought out by Monster because they fucked around too much. But the whole thing is, is all there those was, new age ones, they're, there like, was 200 something. milligrams. All those new age ones are, like, 200 milligrams. And I've hit two of those in a morning before when it's, like, you know, when I slept like shit. Yeah. And so I know I've had the equivalent to one of these lemonades before, but what I'm seeing is it's a bunch of people with heart problems. And, like... At first, I'm like, why the fuck are these people with heart problems drinking charged lemonade? But my wife brought up, if you put on the fucking sheet that it's just a large coffee, dude, like, people well, aren't pe- going to think that's per serving. Yeah, people are going to get the wrong idea. They're going to yeah. get the wrong idea about how much caffeine is in this beverage. Which is sure. a dickload of fucking caffeine in that beverage, dude. It's going to get you f- It's gonna get you fired up if you're not somebody who's drinking that much caffeine on the regular, if you ask me, you know? Exactly. And like, I I know this, this is something that was marketed towards freaks like us, right? Like we both abuse caffeine on a regular basis. I love to do it on a regular basis. I love to do it too. Be jittery, be dehydrated, be anxious. Like that's my fucking shit, right? I've I've gotten a huge water bottle situation. I've tried to counteract this over the years. Actually, I learned quickly at my job at Starbucks that I actually would retain more energy just drinking water through it like a busy shift than I would yeah. trying to chug the, the espressos that I would put down or whatever because I would just feel a little bit more fired up. I'd be like, you know, I'd be able to got just focus. Got a little focus. more one-two on you? Yeah, i just focus better. Once I got a groove going and I wasn't like in training anymore and I knew what I was doing, it was like, you know, one of those things where I just wanted to not crash at any point. It sucks to crash. Yeah, dude. Crashing is like the worst thing ever, and it's my biggest fear. Like, because I'm such an anti napper. That's why, but that's why people were using this Panera thing, right? Because I found out that Panera, I haven't been to a fucking Panera in like a decade. Because well, I truly like do you, believe are it's you gas about station to ex- food. Well, it's, yeah, it's bagged food that gets like boiled. Yeah, and then they charge you like $15. Or microwaved. Yeah. But what the were you bagels say? are pretty good, though. I mean, the bagels are fine, dude. You put bread in the fucking oven and you pull it out, you know? They have people in there early baking. They would be there before the yeah. Starbucks people. So I got to respect yep. that. I mean, dude, I respect anyone who works in a place like that, but this is just what they're making. Oh, I mean, you I know, respect that's what's on the paper. I'm just saying, um, if you're getting up before me for a shift, at, but I had to wake up for to be there at 5 a.m. and I see you already in there working, I'm going, God damn. And for a Panera yes. bread. 
Yes, for the fucking twelve ninety an hour. That Go is find a, a local bakery. Got I wish they would pay you as much. I, they probably don't pay. It's That's <laughs> fucked the whole up. thing. They just don't pay, and they definitely don't have fucking li- caffeinated lemonade for you. Which, I just dude, want you good know the bread. employees, dude. Can you imagine? There's someone who works at Panera, who's had like. 1600 milligrams of caffeine in one shift just chugging those lemonades well don't they also have a thing where you can sit there and refill shit and stuff Yeah, they have like a drink club membership i didn't fucking know this but i had this explained to me yesterday so essentially it's like a card and you pay monthly and you can go in there whenever the fuck you want however many fucking times you want a day and just refill your fucking cup that's nuts. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is getting a little uh, out of hand, if you, you ask me. You can't put something like that in an unlimited option area. You know, it's just not a good idea. Or you have to have, like, bold fucking letters on it that say, like, this will give you a fucking aneurysm. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, you know, Prime got in trouble in Canada for all their caffeine or whatever, the Logan Paul drink. And it's, and like, so- one-third the caffeine of these fucking lemonades, though. Like, 400 milligrams in a drink is truly shocking. Yeah, it's going to put you down, dude. It's going to put you down instead of putting you up. Yeah, dude. I just, you know. I just don't understand. I don't I don't understand. But I will say I'm going to check it out now because for some reason in my mind, I just fucking immediately assumed that they ripped it off the shelves. But like you're saying, I feel like maybe now it, like they're like, well, let's hold. Let's see how, how we do from here because I want to try that shit. I wonder if the fact that it's just like a like a fountain treated like a fountain beverage, if it's different, like because of the amount of quantity they're doing and because of the way it's like treated as a food service industry standard or something, that they're gonna have yeah. more trouble getting that off the shelf compared to say like a canned beverage where everything's like consistent all the time, you know? Yeah. Plus, like, what stops me from just like running in there with a fucking go- like you know? Gatorade jug and just the, fucking pouring that shit in there and running out the door the with most it. most they're going to do is tell employees at Panera to be like, hey, you can only get like a 12 ounce of this. You can only give customer if they're going to order this, they can only get a 12 ounce. And then customers, because this has already been viral and advertised all over the place, are just going to buy large beverages, pour out whatever the fuck they've ordered, and then go fill it up with the fucking, if, if that's how it's set. I think it's like one of those things where you can go self-serve this thing. Because at the end of the day, dude, it's America, and you're not going to fucking stop me. You're not going to be able to stop me from getting my caffeine. We can't even stop guns in this country. How the <laughs> fuck are we going to stop caffeine? Okay. I mean, like- at this point, the gun the gun thing's out the window. There's more guns than... <laughs> there are more guns than people in this country. Dude, there, there is more shot. caffeinated beverage types than people on this planet. Like, capitalism and staying awake have taken over this drink market. And I'm here for it as an addict. I'm not going to fucking lie. I'm killing people. Yeah, but you know what, dude? Only the strong will survive. If you were meant to survive, you were meant to drink tons of caffeine, and if you weren't meant to survive, you Let played a good you, game. If I got a draw on you, I'm, I hope I'm heavily caffeinated. <laughs> dude, absolutely. Well, speaking of speaking of being on the draw, I know you have some uh, alien news for us, so I wanted oh, to turn it over. Oh, God. Let me hit you with my other news real quick. All right, we'll, we'll come back to that. We'll come back. Actually, you know what? I'll hit you with the aliens real quick. Let right, me hit you with it. a quick. You're right. Fuck you're it. Right. Bring me in. I'm Bring hesitant because this is we're going heavy right now. Beam me up, dude. Uh, long story short, um, there's been a lot of alien news. Good, good alien news. Bad alien news. The legislation I was talking about on some of the earlier episodes has failed in the uh, damn. In the yeah. Well, we knew it was Who coming. 
we actually have the names of the senators who actively lobbied against it. And it's interesting when you see who their donators tend to be. It's Lockheed Martin. It's Raytheon. It's all the same companies that are implicated in this type of thing. But Are you telling me that Lockheed Martin are two aliens? Lockheed and Martin. Yeah, two aliens, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. One is... Uh, well, let me... We'll get to that. We'll get to what kind of aliens they are. So Okay. Um, I have a favorite alien documentary, okay? Um, it's, uh, it, it was made in the 70s in conjunction with the Department of Defense. Um, it's called UFOs Past, Present, and Future, and it was actually released in 74. Um, and it was made by these two guys. They were actively trying to do UFO stuff, but they were asking trained observers, government guys, trying to get to, you know, some real shit. Yeah. And the Nixon administration was in the middle of an election and was trying to be this strong on science was at the time <laughs> hilarious to think about now. Just a bunch of guys in bell-bottom pants dropping fucking beakers on the floor. That's all I'm picturing with a 1970s book. Strong like on Afros science. and shit everywhere. Yeah. Well, they're trying to be, you know, there's a lot of things progressing at the time. They're trying to like show that they're in touch and uh, they wanted to do they wanted they greenlit this documentary which everybody was kind of surprised about and people have their speculations on how much Nixon knew about this too um, okay they say some presidents Who would have thought they say some presidents are read in more than others I don't know but um, my theory is that Nixon is one of those guys who was not read in and he was very curious about it but either way he greenlit this documentary and the DOD thought it would be a good idea to do some sort of disclosure events during this and kind of like let them in on the idea of a couple of these things happening. And one of this, this film closes with the only instance of this documentary that isn't in like either a real life recreation or uh, like actual footage, which some of of the footage dates back to like the fifties. It's good footage. You know, it's hard to fake this kind of shit. And, so they um, filmed it like in uh, what's that? What's the newest? What's that horror movie with the alien uh, ship? What am I talking about here? The newest one, the Jordan Peele movie. Oh nope. Yeah, I, I thought just that foresee was a good them movie. out there, I, dude. I did too, but I just foresee that one part where the guys out there with the roller film just trying to <laughs> fucking catch the aliens in 1950, dude. Uh, well, imagine, right? Like it's it's a trip, and it probably sticks out more in the sky to them. They have less to be distracted by. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, you know, this, 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 this film kind of closes with the only, um, like animated, it's not even animated at the time it was illustrated. And it's like these, uh, it's a depiction of what the U S air force has claimed happened at Holloman air force base. in uh, I think it's New Mexico. So it's a recreation. Yeah. And you got to see these photos. I'll send them to you. I'll post okay. them at some point or whatever. This is why we need to get an Instagram so we can post that stuff. Let's, yeah, let's make one and then we can put it This on is going to, just to let you guys know, this is spawning the Instagram right here. Oh, and also we're going to start putting this bitch on streaming services soon. Yes! I forgot to mention at the beginning of this, this will probably be our first official new pod that goes up on streaming services as well. Uh, yeah, I'm looking on trying to get this shit up ASAP because uh, we're out of SoundCloud space. And yeah, I don't feel like so paying for people, more shit. We're not paying for more SoundCloud. So find us on Spotify and Apple Music soon. And I want to stay ad-free. We still got to have that debate, I think. But let's say uh, I want to thank the people who listen to us talk about all this crazy bullshit. One and two, we'll try to get this shit up for everybody to listen to. So if you've already listened, try to spread the word. Try to set the SoundCloud link to your homies. You know, that type of thing. And uh, thanks for that. You know, that type of thing. Uh, anyway, 
So back, to, back, back. I'm gonna to our wrap. Yes, yeah, so I'm. I'll wrap this. But uh, they say that, and I'm gonna try to find the official summary here. That I think did a good job. Um, let's see. Okay, so essentially, aliens show up. There's footage of this. They say that this is a film that exists, and they were originally going to give these guys access to parts of the film to air in the documentary as part of soft disclosure. These guys were all, like, very skeptical of it. They're like, no way these guys are going to fucking do that, but whatever. And at the very end, they pull the rug on it and say, "Of course, you can't, we can't do it, but you need to include... it doesn't exist. Well, you're, you need to include it in this documentary, though, and in the frame it as a hypothetical and do an illustration involving it. So they brought in the guys from Dateline to do one of those like recreations and it like says it in red at the bottom, like a VHS tape the whole yeah. time. Well, there are some recreations in the film, but they're like live action. You know, this is yeah. like just straight illustrated because it's so bizarre. The it aliens, like Disney. they just kind of, and it does kind of a little bit. It's more pulpy, like, in you know, like a, okay. like a seventies kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, long story short, three UFOs appear over Holloman, one lands, the other two fly away. Outcome, the aliens. This is all being filmed. I don't know why it's being filmed. Maybe they knew this was going to happen. Maybe they kind of brought this And this is part of the secret film, right, that we can't see? Well, this film apparently exists. Apparently, these guys have seen parts of it or whatever. Okay. This is all speculative at this point. But other people have spoken about this film aside from these two guys. But anyway... This these what's more important is what's different about this film and the way it's described as opposed to the majority of alien stuff. And I think this is kind of what I'm getting at is that the aliens come out of the saucer. It's a pretty typical looking saucer. The aliens are depicted as like these like kind of bluish, weird, way more human looking have these. They do have strange eyes. They're not super oversized by any means. They have big noses and they have these almost entirely like Egyptian looking headdresses on in a way. Anything about the dongs written? No dongs. They do look ripped in the photos though. So I assume the okay. dongs strong in the dong department. I don't if know. you're if ripped, you better nude. be strong in the dong. They weren't nude. That was the other thing. They were kind of wearing like clothes. I don't know if you've seen that movie Atlantis, the Disney movie. We were just yeah. talking about yeah, how yeah, it kind of yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. Yeah, they yeah, look yeah. like that. Okay. Kind of, but like just blue. With, with like, I'm imagining like the blue guy with the huge dick from the Watchmen. Yeah, kind of. And they say, yes. And they have that, you know, they say one as a staff that has like a, it looks like a serpent wrapped around it in like a, like a, like a, like a big staff. And we don't think that is just his penis. No, it's, it might be his penis. It might be his penis. He can detach it it? and walk around with it, which is a, you know, a benefit that they've obtained. Jealous. But long story short, this is a really weird out, like almost like one of those outlier um, descriptions that you don't find very often, especially ones that are disclosed by governments. So either this is entirely disinformation or this is some type of way because they've been disinforming people about aliens in all different types of ways for a long time. I think the reason that they put this in this documentary specifically is because this might be a little bit closer to what they know to be true about this situation. And it's interesting because Jacques Vallée is involved in this documentary. J. Allen Hynek is on this documentary. If anybody knows anything about UFOs, those are two of the greatest minds to work on them. One of them worked for project blue book. One of them is a guy who helped invent the internet, you know, and there's still a lot. Well, one of them's still alive and he still talks about this stuff and he's very smart and he knows what he's talking about. 
What's the name of this documentary? UFOs, past, present, and future. And I'll send you a link. It's available, like streaming. Yeah, link service. me up because you know I don't sleep. What streaming service is it on? We'll hype I've up a streaming it service that doesn't pay. Us. I'm pretty okay. sure it's on YouTube. You can look it up on YouTube. If not, I've seen it on Rumble, which is like that other, like you know, more right wing YouTube or whatever. I don't know like, anything about it, but I'll check it out. I'm always yeah. down for some, you know, crazy ass right wing YouTube channel. I mean, this isn't a right. This is this no, is I'm a movie that actually won a Golden Globes. Or it was nominated for a Golden Globe for document best documentary. So that means it was like it came out on TV initially, right? Is that uh, what a Golden Globe means? I can't fucking remember. Great question. I'm not 100 percent sure, but you know, it's not gotcha. like it was a big nobody thing. It had some of the best minds and some of the biggest insider information revealed to the US, to the U.S. population by the government about UFOs ever. And I think the reason that they didn't want to show anything about this, or maybe it never happened, like you're saying, but they made up this kind of story to allow people to kind of maybe conceptualize this as an idea, yeah. Yeah. As, a, as opposed to... That's what it seems like to me, honestly, is like, we're aliens. wanting people to become okay with the idea of something. But my question is like, what's the odds that idea isn't just their fucking made up perception, right? I agree. And like I was saying, I was saying to Kelly, I was describing this to Kelly, obviously trying to, I'm trying to save it for the podcast, but I'm still ruining that. Kelly's like, just Kelly's blowing like, I Kelly's told you the... not to fucking talk to me about the goddamn like, aliens it, anymore. Is it, is it going to be this case or this case? This I wanted to start off with because it's just so silly. But like at the same time, <laughs> like I think, like, like I think you're onto something where it might not have happened, but I think I'm kind of onto something where I think the US government wanted to include this narrative for a reason. I don't think this isn't, to Do you think it pushes people? us away from the truth, though? No, I think it's closer to the truth, and I think the alien thing is kind of a bit of a divergence. I, I'm more convinced that it's some sort of breakaway civilization or uh, something to the effect. Time travel would be cool. I think we talked about that on an episode. Yeah, but it's I mean, like, we, we dream of time travel being the that, answer to aliens, right? It's so complicated, and it's so crazy, but so is getting here from another planet, you know? It, it's all possible, but I think in a situation like this, they might have more evidence leaning towards the fact that a lot of these visitations and a lot of this homegrown stuff, the stuff that you see a lot of evidence for all the time, yeah. might be the evidence of... And people have been delving into this. There's Netflix documentaries about this kind of stuff now that are, you know, controversial but good. And uh, these are people who potentially advanced human civilization to a certain point. Civilization was wiped by a cataclysm. And these are the remnants of the elite of that civilization who eventually were able to either escape in bunkers or escape to space and come back. We find out that, like, all Republicans are aliens. Look into the kind of stuff that these guys get into. Look into this Bohemian Grove stuff. I mean, We're that alone is... further and further from God and straying closer and closer to being friends with Alex Jones. I can feel it. Alex Jones talks about consciousness on Joe Rogan. It's got it's a clip on YouTube that has like over a million views. It's one of the funniest things I've ever watched because it's crazy. But there's some points to it, you know? It's not like it's not like he's right about everything, but I think it's funny because he's not afraid to talk about this on like a cosmic, more bigger, almost like a spiritual level, but it's not like involving God. It's more of, our, you know, consciousness is a weird concept to people. And I think that this whole thing, uh, I think that plays into this, this phenomenon a lot. I think uh, there's, it, there's something mental about this that, you know, they can obtain some sort of way to navigate that we just can't conceptualize. You know what I mean? And it's a good way to close. It's a good way to either be able to control us or do whatever if you want to eventually, you know? And you know, I just, I just hope that if, if, 
at the end of the day, this is a game for somebody, right? I just hope that the majority of it is meant spent watching us, you know, masturbate and 100%. take a shit and eat boogers we're and GTA, all that stuff. We're GTA 30 for them. That's so cool, dude. Speaking of, I know you really hyped up GTA 6 for me a couple weeks ago on stream, and I said I wasn't going to be into it. But I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fucking into it now that I've seen the ad. I'm not going to lie to you. You're going to have to hit me with that again. I heard uh, I, said, I, I dropped I said, uh, you I'm, a little bit. I'm really, really, really into the idea of that new Grand Theft Auto now that I saw the trailer. Oh, absolutely. After you told me that uh, I was going to love it, and I tried to fight you about it. And you watched it, and you liked it. Yeah, my only thing is, is I do feel like it's 100% Florida. And I feel like at some point, it's kind of like, it kind of speaks to society at this point. I feel like we became Grand Theft Auto since the last one came out. I see like, what you're as saying. As a society. Like now, everything that's in the Grand Theft Auto trailer is just fucking like memes and real people. And I've seen all these fucking videos of people just going through and like being like, oh my God, I think I'm this person from the Grand Theft Auto thing because I was on a meme. And I'm like, dude, Grand Theft Auto is real life now. Like I it's mean, official. Yeah. It's been, official. They've been doing parody their entire their entire careers and like uh, that's been the thing they've been parodying parodying real life in a way that like kind of walks the line and yeah. they can't get in trouble for it because they're the kings of it and they know how to avoid that you know that's just what they're good for it's what they're good at i feel like it's just like south park where it's getting hard to make something that you can parody because it, parody and, and reality are becoming melded into one fucking thing. <laughs> it's such a fucking joke, dude. Like, but it's the same thing. Like when you, when they make a season of South Park, they make it as crazy as they can. And it's just what's happening. It's just yeah. them making fun of the exact shit that's actually fucking happening now. Not some crazy idea that like represents what's happening. It's just actually what's fucking happening. But what's happening is that laughable. Yeah. Which You're is fucking right. hilarious to me, dude. They they have never really failed at, you know, having a good take on using the characters they've developed. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that I, you know, it's funny. I see a lot of people on Twitter and I've seen this, like people will like cite Cartman's like rant about something and be like South Park destroys woke culture. And you're like, dude, they're making, but you not understand that's like, yeah, dude, people don't understand the overlying yeah. joke of anything anymore. And that's that's so funny to me that people just can't put together that there's like an overlying joke to all this bullshit. You know I, what I mean? If you're relating to Cartman, there's a problem. Yeah, dude. You ever see like you. the Instagram meme where it's like, if you're relating to these people, you fucking miss the point. Like that's a great exemplification of that, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 Speaking of, dude, I did see in the news. Speaking of Grand Theft Auto and everyone being like, "Oh, I'm actually in Grand Theft Auto." Did you, I, I saw this week in the news, I think Kodak Black's trying to get in the game as he was arrested for like the 400th time. I love following Kodak Black because I think he is a literal like piece of walking entertainment to me. Like everything he says and does, I think is hilarious. I think his music's hilarious. And I, I'm kind of low-key a fan, right? Okay. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of yeah. low-key a Kodak Black fan. You're like Kendrick because... Lamar. You put him on the album. 
Yeah, I, if I had the ability, I'd put him on the album. Like, I do feel like he's a your rapper's favorite rapper. You know what I mean? For some reason. And I just find it interesting. And so when I woke up yesterday and I saw that he was arrested for drugs and evidence tampering, I was like, what the fuck did my guy do? Like, what the fuck did he do to get tampering charges? I found out that he was pulled over, and when he was pulled over, the car really, really smelled like weed. Which, like, no shit, the car smelled like weed. But, as you know, that means they're getting pulled out of the car, and when they did so, they found him in the back seat just eating cocaine. Just eating it, dude. Just, Holy shit. Just fucking going to pound town on cocaine they said that they saw him eating something and they asked him what it was and he said nothing and then he walked out and his whole face was covered in fucking powder oh man it's it's nothing dude it's It's nothing nothing. dude i was just eating some donuts back there like don't worry about it but i want to know like how much cocaine does kodak black like use utilize on a daily weekly monthly basis to where he can just like in a moment's notice, without hesitation, be like, yeah, I'm eating that shit. It's not going to kill me. Because I'd be fucking terrified, dude. He's, I mean, he's just blaming it on, like, funnel cake. Like, what can yeah, you dude. say at like, that point? Like, he's just coming from the state fair or some shit, you know? <laughs> like, he's like, like, he ate fucking fried Oreos and funnel cake and all that other dumb bullshit. Yeah, dude, it's, uh, that's, uh, that's a whole other level of... You know, it's funny because he's just like getting in so much trouble all the time. And then he just ends up being a guy that keeps getting in trouble. Uh oh. Do you think uh, do you think cocaine is his twin flame? I think it's a lot of people's twin flame, dude. I think <laughs> I think that fires his twin flame. That might be that might fuel the podcast industry in a lot of ways, to be honest. with Oh, you. cocaine fuels a lot of industries behind a microphone. If we're going to be honest with each other. Well, that it might have something uh, to do. With, it's actually we should ban microphones then. Dude, that's like exactly the point, right? If microphones obviously are becoming the problem, we should just ban them. And not like, but not like regular microphones, only like automatic, semi-automatic microphones to make sure that we're not, you know, semi-automatically putting too much microphones out there. We need to have a limit on the amount of guns that we have, not a whole ban on the mics. They would make, uh, they would 3D print the microphones and then they'd make bump stocks for the microphones so you're louder and that you're scarier. The only person who, the only thing that's a bigger twin flame than people in cocaine is people in guns. Ah, <sighs> yeah, that's a good point. People in guns. Speaking, speaking of twin flames, I know this week that you and I, we were making some twin flame jokes on the internet after we talked about it on the podcast. And I, I just want to let you know that as my twin flame, I read this article this week on The Guardian, and I want to let you know this is your responsibility for me, okay? okay. So this, uh, this article states, Derby man stored friend's body in freezer jailed for two years. Uh, a man who stored a friend's body in a freezer for two years after becoming overcome with grief over his death has been jailed. His name was Damian Johnson, and he was sentenced to two years, only two years, light sentence. Okay, so if you do this for me, just understand, if they catch you, no big deal. It's a quick two years to keep my body how I want you to, okay? Yeah, it's not too bad, two years. You get a Salisbury steak every Friday. 
Yeah, dude. And what they say here is that Johnson uh, Johnson told relatives and friends that Wainwright had died and that the funeral had already taken place, but nobody was fucking invited. And then they found out that no one had ever informed emergency services and there was no fucking death certificate. So no one knew this guy had even died. The friend was all. just like, no, guys, I got it. I'm going to, I got everything, family, friends, don't worry about it. I'll get the death certificate. And then they were like, okay, well, when's the funeral? And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, it already happened. You guys missed it. I sent this, you something. I sent this you an is email. me. This is like me when I fuck something up, to be honest. Exactly. That's why I think that if you did this for me and you told people that, they'd be like, oh, it's just Brandon. <laughs> you know? Like, they I would could just get like, off let on it go. I, yeah, I would get, I'd be able to get off on that. He's just like that. He's just, they would let, they would let me slide. But they say the pair were described by friends as having a strong friendship, which to me, twin flames, right? They could be twin flames. I mean, that's twin flame behavior, you know? Now he says he saw him as a father figure, but I'm seeing that more as like a daddy figure, right? It's gotta uh, be. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Daddy. Freeze me, daddy. Which made him overcome with grief. Now, I will say the one part that I, I don't ask of you is he did come up with this whole story about how he was overcome with grief. And then two weeks later, it came out that he used the dead man's bank card to buy goods and withdraw $17,000 worth of cash from his bank account. <laughs> oh, I'm seeing it. I like that. <laughs> they squeezed that in at the end. It's like, oh, and he totally actually fucking robbed him blind. Oh, uh, you got to love it. You got to love the UK. Dude, the UK is the only place where this could happen. Plus... I, just I mean, let you know we now. learned it all from them. We are them. You know, we were just like the worst of them. With we this also, though, please prepare to try to find a fucking freezer that will fit my body. They'd have to chop you up into little pieces. <laughs> I'd have to little go in there like a, pieces. You'd have little like uh, organized boxes of like top, bottom, hands, feet. You could just slide them around in there. I like that, Jeffrey. You know what I found very creative about Jeffrey Dahmer? He cooked the bones to smash them up because they're really hard. Oh, like just ground them up? You don't really think about how hard they are. Yeah, and then if they're soft because you boil them, you can just like grind them up, huh? Yeah, it's kind of... Oh, that's great to think about. Cook them I up. Also, I also wanted to take a moment and uh, come back to our old friend uh, George Santos this week because I, <laughs> I had preliminarily had some funny he's things to back. say. Dude, he's always back. And what I'm telling you is, is I didn't realize how much this dude has been in the news since 2021. Okay. okay. I had no fucking idea. So I actually looked up some George Santos timelines and some crazy things that have occurred because... I'm not that big into politics, but this dude has really got my, uh, yeah. he, he's, he's, he's making me, I'm fascinated. And so let me, let me start here in July, 2021 Santos tweeted claiming that nine 11 took his mother's life. And then three months later, he tweeted on her five year anniversary that she died of cancer. So this was the first time where people were starting to question, who the fuck this guy was, essentially. Pete Davidson's um, just going to show up out of nowhere and just sock him he, in the head. Hey, man, you don't get to claim that. That's my thing. That's my thing. Yeah. I, I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Pete Davidson, but I could totally see him just coming in with his little attitude and being like, that's our thing, bro. He's like, going to fucking take that. Will Smith him, dude. 
So then they started to fact check things that he said. And what I realized is, is that Santos actually was born and grew up in Brazil, in which he told everyone here that his grandparents faced Nazi persecution. However, when they went and did some research, Santos's entire grandparents and family left the establishment of Brazil two years before Nazi occupation, which made him a new mother fucking liar of the year so this dude has nazi lies and 9-11 lies under his belt which is pretty impressive yeah i remember hearing about the nazi lies he lied about being is he jewish or did he lie about that i'm a little at this point everything is a lie that's my thought yeah i think that might be a lie and then you know what's funny i saw that you said that he was on cameo too or whatever and i'm yes i'm thinking about it and all you know also just joined cameo Who's on there now? Fucking motherfucking Roger Stone, dude. Oh, do you think we could get them to talk to each other if we, like, kept paying for their cameo side by side? I want both. I want them both in the same cameo. <laughs> dude, for $1,000, you think that's all it would take to get them to get together? I mean, I think, uh, I'm pretty sure the fucking Roger Stone one's only, like, a hundo. That's worth it to oh, me. Oh, dude, Roger Stone's on the cheap. Yeah. He's got to just, it's just a little side hustle. He like, he's doing it for the real fans. I love that. I fucking love that. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to be involved in that. But yeah, what I found out is, is that George Santos is his $500. That's but he a, will say literally anything that you want him to. I saw an article that said he upped his price actually recently, which is funny. I wonder if it's more than 500 now. <laughs> no, I think it was when he raised was it, it up to, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I also, I was looking it up because I was like, okay, so they've kicked him out. So they got to replace him, right? And I couldn't find the name of the guy, but they did let me know in this article that his newest replacement has been axed as an option for candidate because he was convicted on January 6th charges and testified that he had no idea Congress met in the Capitol and that this would be an issue. He's like, I thought that was like a museum. <laughs> I thought I thought you guys just like collected shit there. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Oh man. So I I have one other story I'd like to bring up real quick before we get to a real fun closer that Brandon has prepared for us today. Um, I know you remember this because you watch YouTube just as much as I do. But do you remember that guy? Uh, his name was Trevor Jacob. And he was like an ex-Olympic athlete, and he had that video where he cr or he like crashed on accident uh, his plane, but he was able to film him jumping out of the plane as it crashed. Oh, yes. I, I do remember this. That and for like years, for years, he was like, it was an accident. I didn't mean to fucking do it. That guy just um, threw his fucking plane out of the, w out of the sky into the trash, essentially, which yes. was the floor. Yes, and it was, like, in the desert, and he just, like, wrecked it into the desert and then, like, made a YouTube video out of it, right? Mm -hmm. And it had millions and millions of views. Um, but he never – he actually admitted last week in court that he did not intend to reach his destination, but instead planned to eject from the aircraft during the flight and video himself parachuting to the ground, which he did. So the plane did crash 35 minutes after takeoff, and then Jacob hiked on live stream to recover the footage, right? Uh, which is absolutely That's a fucking joke. Dedication, though. I will dedication say. to a made up fucking craft, right? Sure. 
<laughs> sure, you know what? Fuck it. Um, I will say he reported the crash to the National Transportation Safety Board, who said he was directly responsible and fit and was uh and was able to preserve the wreckage jacob later claimed he did not know the location of the site even though his phone had the location of the site saved what's really amazing about this is this was a ridge wallet ad <laughs> this is just a fucking yeah, ridge dude, wallet it was literally ad. like a like a ridge wallet ad which i can't say shit i fucking love ridge wallets carbon fiber Fast. ridge wallet strong enough to fucking strong survive to my, up your ass survive this plane crash Eat this fucking Ridge wallet and shit it out. It's still the same fucking Ridge wallet. I tracked down my Ridge wallet on the on the trail <laughs> that I crashed my plane. And look, it looks great. Look at it right now. He pulls out like a new Ridge wallet. <laughs> Dude, you had a blue one when we started. Why is this one gold? I don't know, man. You must have looked at it wrong. This is nuts. But they actually did give my man some jail time. It's looking like he is actually going to go to jail for six months. But what I think is fucking hilarious is is when I rewatched the video of him jumping yesterday, he jumps with a selfie stick. Which, like, dude, you obviously planned this if you jumped with a fucking selfie stick. Wait, that's great. It's very true. If you go back and watch it, he, like, tuck and rolls with a fucking selfie stick. And I'm like, I didn't even know that you could still find a fucking selfie stick in this day and age, let alone fucking, you know, use one in a, in a point of emergency. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Selfie sticks come in handy. You got to keep them on deck. Dude. Every plane has, you know, oxygen bags, fire extinguishers, train personnel. Fuck the parachute. Fuck the parachute. Give me my fucking selfie stick. hundred percent. Cause like, honestly, dude, at the end of the day, you know, you know what this is lame. reminding me of? And I wonder where this happened. Uh, I'm going to look it up real quick. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, this is relevant to what we were saying. Oh, okay, here it is. I literally found it right away. Um, uh, video driver shows encounter between YouTube prankster and food delivery driver who shot him. So... You know, one of those TikTok prankster guys rolling up on the wrong guy, wrong day. I love this video. 20 seconds into that video, video, he shoots him, right? That you know guy, he didn't even go to jail for that. Okay. Yeah, that was my point, is that he got off. Yeah. Yeah. He got off. And I think the other if, dude got a ticket for, like, inciting. Where is this? Virginia. The guy who got shot. It was in Virginia. But if you, get, if you watch the video, and I'm not one to be like, oh, the video tells you everything. But, like, when you watch the video. Yeah. It's not a justified shooting at no, all. No, dude. Homie's like, oh, and he shot him, dude. I mean, it's not. I you know hate. how many times in my childhood I should have been justifiably <laughs> shot in Virginia, dude? I mean, I fucking hate YouTubers, dude. <laughs> but, Don't get me wrong. I hate pranksters more than anybody. Yeah, but I hate. I get it. But blow him away. It wasn't a justified shooting. Come on, and man. he shouldn't it's have gone off. But everybody is in a point where they are so annoyed by these people. That they're down to, uh, you know. I just, I can't believe that I thought for sure that the kid was going to end up getting arrested. And when he didn't, I was shocked. Yeah, that uh, that article always blows my mind a little bit. That's where we're at. Yeah. Society's kind of fed up. Dude, he was for sure. <laughs> and, the court, and the court of law is a little fed up with it, too. They're like, you know what, let's get him off a little bit on this. I get where he's coming from. <laughs> so, um... 
I really wanted to close with this today. Brandon brought it to my attention. I think probably on our pilot or our second episode, we talked about how someone had made a Reddit um, page or a Reddit post about your family. And uh, I thought that'd be a great way to close, you know, one of our first streaming uh, podcasts with that reading. For anyone who's sticking around with us, I think they truly deserve it. So, Brandon, I'm going to give you the floor to uh, to really read that with some passion like they wrote it. Sure. All right, ready? Uh, so this is from a Reddit post nine years ago. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. So the original post on Reddit was in R Pop Punkers. It says, I purse, uh, well, the, the Reddit post reads the subject, uh, why, why bands do you dislike and why? That's an insane subject. <laughs> that's actually you know my, that's fucked that's actually my first time realizing that that's the subject title of this reddit post which is not surprising why bands do you dislike and why and then it says personally and to be fair i mean there's a lot of uh south americans in the in the reddit you know so i don't want to i don't pick yeah, on like, anybody how do they know i guess this that yeah that person the person who wrote this didn't make the initial post so i get it yeah So let's hear it. All right. So the situation at hand, just the, the, the first post OP just says personally, just dislike some bands. Yeah. It doesn't sound like English is the first language here. So that's anyway, man overboard five seconds of summer. That band literally pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> we are the in crowd and blink 182 parentheses. Don't kill me. Respect. Sure. Loads of other people may like them, but they simply just don't appeal to me. What about you guys? And uh, edit. God damn, I need a proofread war. I am aware of the error in the title, which is actually really funny that they said that. So what's that internet um, sleuth comment up there? What, what's the last one read? Say it again. What is that? Uh, I know there's. I know the good one's coming. I'm excited for it. Oh, it's coming. So this is a couple posts down, but... Somebody goes, definitely man overboard, ba 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 you know, defend pop punk, very lame, whatever, don't get transit fans, I'm like, alright dude, you're starting all to- Alright, don't hate on transit. You're starting to lose me here a little bit. Yeah. It ends with, also, also, big capital letters, handguns, what the fuck, so gimmicky, which is fine, you're not wrong. Yeah, own the gimmick. I'm okay with this. But this is where I start to get a little pissed off because and Brandon Pagano gets on my nerves. Get in his fucking face about it. He called you out directly. Brandon Pagano gets on my nerves. You could keyword search my name and this Reddit post will come up. Anyway, <laughs> his family has all this power as if they're pop punk mobsters, at least in the <laughs> Northeast. So a lot of people feel like they can't say shit about it. But knowing him from my Albany days, he's the kind of kid who judges you for not being straight edge. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, dude. (laughs) Yes. He also judges you for caring about your schoolwork, which which is not true. You must know who this is. You must know who this is. Which I only noticed when his dad said something to the effect of, my straight edge kid is playing in a band while your honor roll kid is getting high or something like that. Which I think is actually kind of funny. Go Vito. Hell yeah. Supportive dad. <laughs> Yo, Vito being blindly supportive. Okay. Don't come for Vito and Reddit post. Nope. You fuck. Nope. You fuck. You're losing me here. Too long didn't read. Mano equal mediocre. Transit equal no longer pop punk. But fans don't get it. But fans don't get it. Whatever. Handguns equal gimmicky. Um, 
And then somebody commented right under them saying, Man Overboard isn't really a serious band. I uh, really don't see people calling Transit pop punk, but I agree with the new stuff ain't great. And could you elaborate on the Pagano stuff? Uh, what Uh-oh. do you mean about his family having power? Uh-oh. <laughs> and here's Uh-oh. my, this is the post. Well, they're surely financially supportive of a lot of bands, but I've seen it come at a price. Different bands I've helped out have expressed feelings like they're trapped into worshiping the family. But not oh, everyone man, is okay with that. Can't specify who, obviously. A few smaller yep. bands I've helped out tried really hard to earn Brandon's re- respect and friendship. But for whatever reason, it didn't pan out. And those bands had to fold early. Oh, dude, you, your single family's hand would have kept those bands afloat. They had to fold early. Most bands... Uh, most bands don't have the capital to make it and you almost need the Pagano family to give you a boost. (laughs) I like how they're acting like your family is like millionaires. Those things are pretty much, (laughs) well, here's the thing is slime ball. Those things are pretty much fine with me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, dude. But the way they talk about alternatives to living this pop punk life is what really bothers me. Like the whole honor roll comment. You're not selling out for pursuing a different path. You can totally love pop punk in the scene and still get a PhD or work a nine to five nerd. That's not what they mean. That's what I do now. (laughs) I got my PhD, so you know I'm doing good. I've got my PhD. Um (laughs) InfoWars is my PhD. There's nothing inherently wrong with smoking or drinking, even though some of us choose not to. Uh, True. I don't disagree with that. But hey, man, not trying to crucify them. Just saying what I've experienced in my opinion on the matter. I'm I'm just not into the power dynamics when they obviously have a bearing on the younger kids' opinions. I'm not trying to crucify them, but check out my seven paragraphs on the subject. It's funny. And I like that they're like <laughs> citing sources, unnamed sources, which I like. Um, Dude, and and to be really fair, cool to somebody that. I know did pop in there. I don't know if I actually know this person, but it seems like somebody I do know. And it says, I've met Brandon's parents briefly. I live in New Jersey. They've been at shows in New York City and all. And they have been super cool. They uh, seem to be really supportive of a lot of bands. And I haven't got it at all the impression that they think they hold any sort of power. From my interactions with Brandon, he definitely doesn't seem to come off as judgmental at all. I'm sorry that you've had different interactions or experiences or impressions of Brandon, his family, and handguns, though. And somebody said, hey, man, that's totally cool. No person is going to be universally liked or disliked. I'm just sharing my experiences and opinions. And it sounds like your experiences and opinions are universally <gasps> disliked. So, bom, bom, bom. Dude, here's the thing, right? The whole time you're reading that... All I imagine is like Vito coming in there and slapping down twenty-five-year-old pop-punk bands Some, for fucking. Checks. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! He's I run this! I got all the power! An envelope full of cash. Well, no, the the there's somebody actually commented on that original post, which I don't think I've ever seen this, but somebody said, "Sorry, can you elaborate a little more? I'm really out of the loop on this. Does his dad just give money to bands to help them out, or is he more of a manager type of guy? Why and how does his family do this? And why do they? Why can't they get?" capital from other people like he's what? the tony soprano of pop punk like dude <laughs> i wish it was that cool man i wish that that was like could you imagine if your family was like millionaires and like they just like inherently ran the scene it's almost like they're like thinking about how we paid bands to play the shows and i'm like what do you mean <laughs> like we sold 200 like, what tickets did you want me to do ask them to play for free yeah we, we would sell a lot of tickets they're gonna pay the bands 
<sighs> dude. That I had to end on that because I knew that was something that uh, people would like to hear. Plus, I always like to think of your family as a secret, you know, underlord uh, crime family of pop punk deception. Oh, dude, what I'm gonna call you them. know it. Hey, I've got uh, I've got one last thing I want to read for the listeners here because it's funny. Yeah, let me get it. Let me get so, it. So we've been in the news. My favorite uh, political celebrity, Hunter Biden, has been in the news oh, recently. Yeah. He's been crushing it, you know. He's a very controversial figure. The people on the left hate him. People on the right hate him. You know, he's, he's and very... And I just want his laptop. I just love his lifestyle. And I love that he's able to survive. And now that I have a full invoicing on the amount that he spent on different things that I'm going to read for our listeners here, you're going to be shocked that he's still alive. And you're going to go, this guy down. is a mutant. And he sh- probably he should be president. Move over, X-Men. Okay, we're going to start off from the top here. Various women. You want to just guess this number? Is it triple digits? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Oh, fuck. I was terrified <laughs> it was going to be triple oh, digits. Oh, my dog. Oh, yeah. That means it's like, it's not four digits, right? Uh, No, no. I don't think okay. this all. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with 210. I respect that a lot. Yeah. It's $683,212. That's oh. a lot of money. Oh. I thought you meant people. I almost shit my pants. Oh, yeah. This is big time. What's his next one? What else has he got on there? What else is he spending money on over there? Uh, there's a lot here. There's educational purposes. They say $309,000. Health Gotta and beauty, $237,000. Miscellaneous retail purchases, whatever. A lot of stuff here like advisors from Wells Fargo, this kind of stuff. But the real big articles that I've been seeing have been reporting that this man has spent close to $1.2 million in ATM withdrawals and around $800,000 in, in like actual like sex work and, uh, and sex club subscriptions. If you were to total it all up, you said this is Thailand, right? Um, adult entertainment is itemized here at $188,000 and 96 or $188,960 or whatever the fuck. It's a lot of fucking money, dude. We're talking <laughs> it's a about a shitload of fucking money. Like this is the George Santos shit where you're like getting caught for money laundering. But I actually think this dude's beaten off that much. It's like crazy, dude. He's, it's he's, literally just cocaine and masturbation. And I mean, he is still like pulling off. Like re- he's like being put in positions of like working do you know what i mean yeah. if this guy yeah, was like, like people give him a job this guy couldn't you know? be a line cook in real life no but he get it's like good charlotte said dude mcdonald's won't hire you but you can always run for mayor of dc baby he's crushing it he's doing great i think he's you know <laughs> impervious if you're gonna spend around you know 1.2 million dollars to pull out for drugs and uh and still be alive and you know the thing about him is he's not doing drugs like a. You know, he's going to the CD, you know, he's going. Yeah, in. dude. He's, and he's spending the real money there, too, which you don't think you I, could, but you rack up that motherfucking bill, I guess. In a way, he's a man of the people. Yeah, he's a man where everyone, when he comes into town, everybody eats. Oh, yeah. He knows that drugs are either for stale, they're, they're for sharing or they're for stealing. And it's kind of like a circle of life thing, you know? It's like a big rotating. You can't really get in trouble if you're sharing and you're stealing, you know? Sharing and stealing. He's like the Robin Hood of sexual escapades. It's where it always comes to, I feel like. 
<laughs> I just imagine him in those tight fucking green leotard running around just fucking a bunch of like tight, you know, sex He workers. was doing it home, dude. He was here. He was probably did go to Thailand. You're right. Yeah, you know that's where it went down. I mean, it went down here too. I've seen the photos. You don't want to talk about that. We'll do that for the Patreon. Yeah, we'll roll through them on the Patreon. But oh, at this point, we we have definitely come up on the hour. So I will say good night to all you wonderful people. Deuces, Brandon. Anything for you, sir? Deuces. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. All right, deuces.